Charlie Brown, but this time you really did it. <laughs> what a treat. I guess you were right, Linus. I shouldn't have picked this little tree. Everything I do turns into a disaster. I guess I really don't know what Christmas is all about. Isn't there anyone who knows what Christmas is all about? Sure, Charlie Brown. I can tell you what Christmas is all about. Lights, please. And there were in the same country shepherds, abiding in the field, keeping watch over their flock by night. And lo, the angel of the Lord came upon them, and the glory of the Lord shone round about them. And they were sore afraid, and the angel said unto them, Fear not, for behold, I bring you tidings of great joy, which shall be to all people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, which is Christ the Lord. And this shall be a sign unto you, you shall find the babe wrapped in swaddling clothes, lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host praising God, and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace, goodwill toward men. That's what Christmas is all about, Charlie Brown. Would it be Christmas without the Charlie Brown Christmas special? Um, but what Linus spoke there was actually Luke chapter 2. And I was wondering, who could do the reading of Luke chapter 2 tonight? And I thought, what better way than Linus to do our scripture reading of Luke chapter 2? It's a special passage because I remember my dad uh, quoting uh, from Luke chapter 2 before we would open presents. And I know his parents did that for him and we did it for our kids and it's good just to remember the reason for the season that Jesus came and so if you want to use that you can you can use Luke chapter 2 and it tells the Christmas story if you know the name Tom Bodette uh, he was an NPR broadcaster but then he became in 1986 the famous uh, kind of pitch man for Motel 6 and he threw an ad-lib line into one of his readings of their first commercial, and we'll leave the light on for you. And that became the kind of standard in every commercial for Motel 6 for the next 40 years, we'll leave the light on for you. And, and I thought about Christmas, and I think that's the moment that God left the light on for us. We've been lighting candles that bring light to our world, the candle of peace and hope and joy and love and and it's just you know it's it's just nice to know that God shows up and he leaves the light on for us because here's something I want you you can write this down if you want but it'll be on the screen Jesus shows up in the darkest of times Jesus shows up in the darkest of times he he did way back when he'll he'll come again someday in the darkest of times but Jesus that's just when he shows up Bad things happen in our life, and sometimes there's a, a major loss that comes our way, and we tend to think at crisis moments that this is the end of the world. We just, we just kind of say, this is the end of the world, or the end of the world. 
as we know it. And we're all going through something. It, it just happens in life. We, we go through grief. Uh, perhaps maybe you've lost someone this year, and this will be the first Christmas without that person. And, and we're some in the battle of our life. We feel weak. We feel broken. We feel empty. Sometimes we feel lost. And, and when these things happen in our life, we just, we feel like it's the end of the world because things don't make sense. But here's the truth. It's not the end of the world. And we can't treat every bad thing that happens in our life like it's the end of the world because it's not the end of the world. If it was the end of the world, Jesus would show up. And trust me, you would know he's here, right? He'd take care of all of those things. There is a day he's coming back. And he will settle the score and pay all the debts and even the odds and heal the hurts. He's coming back again. Our king is coming. That's what we've been talking about for the entire fall here, the return of the Lord, the book of Revelation, that Jesus is coming back again. And there was a scripture last week that stood out to me, and I'm going to read it this week. This is our our scripture for tonight. It's in the last few pages of the Bible, but but here here it is for us tonight. And it says, I heard with a loud voice speaking from the throne, now God's home is with people. He will live with them, and they shall be his people. God himself will be with them, and he will be their God. He will wipe away all the tears from their eyes. There will be no more death, no more grief or crying or pain. The old things have disappeared. Then the one who sits on the throne said, And now I make all things new. I look forward to that day, don't you? And and I know it's not here yet, but it's on its way that he's going to take care of Everything He is going to just silence death, wipe every tear. He's going to make all things new, but it's, it's just not here yet. And yet, I love that line in that scripture, if you see it there, that God made his home with his people. That God is at home with his people. And it's interesting that, that yes, he's coming back to set up his kingdom and, and heaven will be, at, will be at home with him, but he's already come into our home. He's already come into our world. He's already come into our lives. Jesus showed up. It began with the incarnation. I am with you, the Emmanuel. I am with you. God shows up. It it says in the message translation that when Jesus came in the flesh that he moved into our neighborhood. He he moved into our home. And so God's coming to us. I, I think it's important to always remember that God comes to us. We don't Get to go to him. He comes to us. He, he, he came to us the first time. He's going to come again to us the second time. It's not about us going to him, but him coming to us. And I think it's interesting that the first time he came, he came as a baby. You've heard the phrase, you only get uh, one chance to make a first impression. And so God makes his first impression not as the, the mighty king of kings and lord of lords coming in on the white horse and the white robe and, and destroying his enemies. He, he doesn't do that's later. He comes in as a baby. He shows up as a baby. And uh, I love the sound of children. I just do. Because, you know, I've noticed something is that children, but especially babies, they're very disarming. 
It, it's been fun over the last couple of years to watch so many babies come into our church. And it's funny because the parents bring the babies into the church and it's like the parents don't even exist. Like everybody's ooing and aahing on the baby, right? Or the little child or, you know, it's just like, oh, it's so cute, so beautiful, you know, and, and, and there's something disarming about a child. There's something disarming about a baby. And that's how God showed up. That was his first impression to you and me. He came to be like us. He moved into our neighborhood. He said, you're not alone. I'm making my home with you. We were all created to live in a home, in relationship. And he says, I, I, I'm making my home with you. And so what should we do in the here and now when he hasn't come to set up his kingdom just yet, but he has come to make his home with us? How do we do this in the broken world in which we live? Well, this is when we remember why he came. We, we live in peace. Even though there's no peace around us, even when life doesn't make sense, we, we live in peace because I know that he's with me. I know that he loves me. I know that he'll never forget about me. I know all those things. I live in joy, even when everything on the planet is broken. And, and I know that because God has a greater plan for me, and he has a purpose, and he's working something out. And maybe I don't see it, but I, I can have joy knowing that his plan is greater than my plan. I can have hope, even when it feels like every day is a battle, every day is difficult. I can have hope because I know his promises are true. He said he was coming and he said he's coming again. He said that I'm a new creature in him, that he's going to take care of everything in life. And so I can, I can put my trust in him. We live in love even when there's conflict all around because it's the perfect love that we need, that perfect love from Jesus. It, it is the good news that he loved us. He always has that, that first impression that God gives he gave it as a baby when he came, when, when Moses saw God and no one had ever seen God and, and, and Moses begged to see God and he said, okay, I'm going to pass in front of you. And as, as God passed by and, and, and he could only see the back of God, as God passed by, he said this in Exodus 34, 6, and he passed in front of Moses proclaiming the Lord, the Lord, the compassionate and gracious God, slow to anger, abounding in love and faithfulness. That first impression when God shows up and he passes by, he, he talks about his love, talks about his faithfulness, he talks about that he's slow to anger, he's so patient, so kind, so compassionate, that that is our God who came to live with us. And that's the God that's here tonight. That's the God that lives at home inside of his people. And he's with you right now, even in the most difficult time of your life, if it is that, um, he's with you. And I, I want you to know that his strength is with you and his love is with you and all that you need is found in him. And, and it's something that we, we can't keep to ourselves. I thought it was interesting. Um, the pantry, we'll just use it in as an example, is, you know, so many needs this year. Uh, we, we shared as a church, you know, it's been a difficult year. We've helped more people this year than ever before. It's just, it, but everything costs more. It's been so, it's just been a hard year. And what's interesting is, is there are so many people that needed help this year. But we've also never seen so many people give gifts and money and things to help the people in need. It's almost like the greater the need, the greater the generosity. 
And, and see, listen, we're walking into a brand new world in 2024, which could get crazy. But, but as, as, as the enemy kind of ramps up his work, like, like there's going to be hate. And so we're going to rise up with love. There's going to be despair and we're going to rise up with hope. And we're going to do these things, not in our own strength, but because of Jesus is with us. He's made his home inside of you. You are the witness to him in this world. You know what Jesus said about you? And, and obviously Jesus is the light. That's one of the names he gives himself. I am the light of the world. But you know that in the Sermon on the Mount, he said, you are the light of the world. I don't know if you've ever thought of that before. That Jesus said, you're the light of the world. That means you and I have something to give this world. We can give the light of Christ wherever we go. I'm going to ask you to stand with me across the sanctuary, and we're going to light our lights. And listen, you can only give what you have. And so we're going to say tonight that that you have the light of Christ. We're going to pray a prayer together, and we're going to know Jesus together. And you're going to look around and see the other lights that are here tonight as we sing. And we're going to remember that the light of Christ is in us and shining to this world. Kids, if you have glow sticks, you can crack those glow sticks and make them glow. And uh, we'll hold those up in just a moment. But share the light of Christ with the people that are closest to you. you're not the only light. I like, uh, again, what Tom Bodette said, we'll leave the light on for you. Here at Christian Life, we'll leave the light on for you. We'll be here every time the doors are open and we'll just be worshiping together, but take your light wherever you go. You are the light of the world. Jesus shows up in the darkest places and Jesus wants to show up in your life. And and, and so I encourage you to shine your light, to know that God is with you. You are not alone right now. You're never alone. So hold on to that. Kids, let me see your glow sticks. Everybody, all right, let's see them. Let's shine them. We've got to like it. So good. They're awesome. You guys are the light of the world as well. You take Jesus wherever you go. He lives inside your heart. 
And uh, I just encourage you to submit your heart and your life to the one who loves you more than anyone else. Take one more look around before we, before we blow it out. All right. Let's blow them out together. Let's sing one more time in worship. Let us adore him. Take Jesus wherever you go. You have hope in him. You have peace in him. You have joy in him. You have love in him because you have Jesus in you. He's made his home in you. You make your home in him because we were created to be at home with God now and forever. And while we long for that day, until then, we'll do this together. If you want to follow Jesus tonight outside on the table there's a there's a Bible uh, it's called a new believers Bible and has something in there on how to follow Jesus you can grab that as you go I wrote a book called simple Bible and, and we want to give that to you if you don't have a copy take one of those and uh, that's our gift to you all of it's a gift out there all of it's free you can take it and kids thanks for being with us. let's see the glow sticks one more time you guys were really good tonight thanks for being with us and i hope you have a merry christmas and you get all the presents that you want and and if anybody needs to talk or pray um i'll be down front thank you to so many who gave a year-end gift and we're pushing past that line and and so thank you for doing that thank you for being generous we want to be a generous church as well so uh, thank you for doing that we're going to receive the blessing of the lord and then as we go we're going to wish one another a Merry Christmas. And, uh, and you take as long as you want to hang out and talk and fellowship. Uh, but kids, I'm going to need help blowing out all these candles. Because there's a lot of candles up here and in the lobby. And so, if you, but you got to come up with your parents. That's the only thing. So kids, you can come up with your parents. And I need help blowing out all the candles here and in the lobby. So, all right. And that's for little kids, not big kids little kids that want to blow out the candles. So before we receive the blessing of the Lord, we're going to give all glory and honor to God in singing the doxology. <laughs> 